from $1 to $1,000. Start strong. Price that on your first project. Decreasing rate. Should you do it or not? Most lucrative jobs, supposedly. <laughs> Welcome to your freelance friends podcast. In this podcast, we're giving you tips and tricks on how to become a successful freelancer. We are here to guide you through your journey and share some things that we have learned along the way to save you time and headaches. Our goal is to provide you with information that you can use for your clients to give them the most value, no matter what your niche or experience level is. Exactly. So in today's podcast, we are going to talk about starting strong. So putting the price tag on your first project. On the last episode, we were talking about getting the first project. Now we are uh, going to talk about how you should price this project. And then we are going to talk about um, the concept of decreasing your rate. Uh, on your next uh, project and also about most lucrative jobs or those that are supposedly most lucrative jobs for freelancers. So I guess let's jump, just jump right in. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um, so setting your hourly rate for or your job rate is one of the most important things to consider when you're starting your freelance journey. Um, it's something you should really weigh heavily and think about your worth accurately and don't be discouraged by other people's profiles or people wanting to lowball you. Your time is valuable and the right client will understand that. Um, you're gonna bring a certain level of quality with your work and quality is worth something. And again, the right client will see that it's worth paying for. There's always gonna be somebody who will do the job for cheaper. Um, again, the value you're bringing is the real difference here. So don't lowball yourself. Uh, doing that is only going to lead to headaches in the long run when it comes time to raise your hourly rate. Personally, for my first project, again, I think I've talked about this before, I got really, really lucky. Uh, I snagged my first project very quickly. I got the hourly rate that was in line with my uh, regular nine to five job that I was just coming from. And there was no negotiation really with that. So that was super, super nice. I will say that that client came from California. I am located in the South and the hourly rates are different. So in doing that, I kind of gave myself a buffer to be okay with having a higher hourly rate. So I would say pay attention to where your client is coming from geographically because that can help boost your rate. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a feeling um, that a lot of people who are starting, also people who are starting with our agency, they have this feeling that as they don't have much experience as freelancers, they probably should, uh, you know, put your their rates really low. So they beat with low rates and they think that this is the, the way to get to their client. And I can really rely and just like really feel that because this is what I felt at the very beginning. I thought, okay, I don't have much experience. So maybe I should, you know, just put as low rate as possible. And maybe then after step by step, I will be increasing that. Let me say that I started with rate of $4 per hour, I think. But I, I can say that because I started not through Upwork, actually. I was starting with an agency that was in Poland and they were paying in Polish Zlotys. This was like minimum hourly rate for Polish worker. And that was after my, after my university where well, like my colleagues are really like already well paid. And I was like, oh, I am just a freelancer. I don't know how to do this job. Maybe I should start really, really low. And first of all, it's not that money motivates me, but I felt like mm, 
it's so low like it's it's really something that you know without any experience in like super basic job i should do but like here i was already putting some skills some of my knowledge and i felt that i should price it higher right but this this uh, this rate was uh, given by my agency i accepted my first experience i was working like that for like two or three months and then i started on upwork and i realized that well my skills are like i talked to some clients and i realized that actually they value my skills actually they value that i have international experience that i have a few languages that i speak and i was like okay so let me start from 15 dollars per hour and let me tell you that it was the least that i accepted in upwork 15 dollars per hour and talking from my experience, I can say that this was like my minimum. And then I was quickly upgrading. However, if I was started, uh, if I started from $3 per hour on Upwork, then I would go to 15, like I would need to wait several years to go to 15, right? Because like clients would see, oh, she accepted for $3. Why would I pay her 15 now? But as I started for 15 on Upwork, it was easy to go to 18 and then 20, right? And then and then more and more. So I would say, what you price yourself at first, what you show your clients that you accept, this is what they what they see, right? If you value your time for $3 per hour, they will know, okay, so why would they pay her more? But if you explain and they if they see your value for 15, they will be able to pay you 15. So I'd say the lower you start. The more difficult for you is to upgrade your right after. Does it make sense? Exactly. Exactly. I totally <laughs> agree with that. Yeah. Um, you know, and I can't. Take a long story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. I can sympathize too with, you know, starting at such a low rate um, because there's so much competition now, especially with the pandemic, and you really want to snag your job. But it's so important, guys, to know your worth. This is your time, your time you're giving to somebody. And that's worth, you know, your hourly rate. You're going to be giving these people the quality of work to make their lives easier. So don't don't shortchange yourself. It's just it's not worth it. As Anna has said, you know, it takes a lot to raise that hourly rate. Everybody's going to be able to see the jobs that you bid at these lower rates, and they're going to wonder, well, why is your rate higher now if you've taken these jobs for such a low rate? So just try, you know, try to stay positive and don't lowball yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I also think that. As a starting freelancer, okay, if, if you really don't know what you're doing and you have no experience, I wouldn't even start. I think that I wouldn't start like freelancing career, like if you had zero skills, right? You need a at little least, at least At least know what you are doing and why you are offering this specific. Like if, you, if you don't have any experience in marketing or you don't know anything about marketing, you cannot be marketing specialist and price yourself as a $30 or $50 or $100 per hour, right? You cannot, it's not what it's worth. Your, your skills are not worthy that. However, if you have some experience, don't be afraid to put price tag on it. This is, this is what I would like to say. And I see that right now when there's so much competition and there's always someone who can do similar work for lower, I feel that freelancers have this, you know, like this, this being, this, anxiety that they will not get project because they are pricing higher and this takes us to the topic of should you decrease your rate or you should not uh rita what do you think about that yeah so there have been times where i have decreased my rate slightly um just if i'm not busy uh i i have taken it down but 
again, slightly, I would say pick a range, right? You pick a range within the rate that you deserve that you work for and you stick within that range. And, you know, again, weigh this heavily. <clears throat> um, and if I have taken a client or a job that's a bit below my hourly rate, I will tell the client that, you know, this is, this is uh, not very customary for me, but, you know, I really like this job and I'd like to explore the opportunity. So I advise them up front that, hey, my, you know, I'm worth more, but I'm willing to do it because this job interests me or maybe I'm not busy or whatever the reason is. Um, and again, with the pandemic, it was tempting at first when everything, you know, the kind of the world melted down at first to really drop that hourly rate. But I actually didn't end up taking a job at a lower rate. And I was actually able to raise my rate during the pandemic, because even during a pandemic, there are clients out there that will find value in what you're doing. And those are the people you want to work for, because as much as they're investing in your time, you're also investing in their time. So you want it to be worthwhile for both parties. And those are the people that you want to be working these freelance jobs for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I, I, can, I, I need to say that in general, when I'm uh, like advising people who work with us or talking with people who ask me what they should do, sorry, in general, I say that they shouldn't decrease their rates. My, my main argument against decreasing rate is, well, if you are doing similar type of job, so let's, let's imagine that you're executive assistant. And if you're doing providing executive assistance to the next client, I, I always say to clients that it would be unfair towards my previous clients to charge right. something lower now. Good point. I, I, and this is, this is what I really feel. Like if you charge another client, why would you do that? So I think that I have two situations in which I would decrease the rate. Uh, first of all, is if you are working not through Upwork. So like right now we are talking about working through Upwork, but Upwork also cuts 20% of our, our hourly rate, right? So, well, if you get 25, you get 20 in your pocket. Right. So if I work with a client who is not on Upwork, if I work directly with a client, worked right now, I'm not working anymore as a freelancer, but if I worked directly with a client, I was able to charge less, right? And I thought this is fair and I talked to the client and I thought, okay, if I'm working on the platform, I'm charging more. If we are not working through the platform, I am, I'm able to charge less, right? This is one example. The second example is when client offer, or if, yeah, when client offers something that is not monetary incentive, but I know that I can get. So basically what I mean by that is that I have clients or I had clients with whom I worked for lower hourly rate because they would teach me, they would spend their time in teaching me something. So this was even more valuable than my work. So it was like mm -hmm. a barter. I was mm -hmm. giving my work for, for lower hourly because they were giving me something in, in, you know, as an exchange for that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I felt that they appreciated it because they could, they could pay me less, right? And I also appreciated because it was something that even improved me working for them. And mm -hmm. they, it showed that I have this will of improving on my role, right? Mm -hmm. So I felt that this is, this is great because, well, you are, you are learning from someone who knows that actually it even improves his own business if he teaches you. <laughs> they, are happy to, they are happy to teach you. So if you are, if you're on the position and you know that your boss has this availability to teach you something that is valuable for you 
you can you can negotiate it in your rate, right? So this is something that I would advise. But for the very reason, like decreasing the rate because of the pandemic, I wouldn't say that this is a great idea. Sometimes we are like impatient because we cannot get jobs and we are without project and we feel, okay, I should probably decrease. But it's difficult to come back and it's difficult to justify to next clients why would you charge after uh, again your higher rate. So it is tricky. I'm not saying never do it, but I'm saying think about it twice or apply for more projects. I know that it's difficult. I know it, it might take some days to get the project, but try to keep your rate and then and then yeah, decide for yourself with the with the argument that we probably already explained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good uh, a good point that it's got to bring value to you if you're going to drop your rate a little bit. Um, and then again, don't you know decrease your rate by half. Make it an incremental uh, right. decrease. That, yeah. You know, so it's still worth your time and make sure you're getting something out of it because the overall goal here is to get the best rate possible for yourself. Um, and you know. Don't shoot yourself in the foot just because, you know, you're a week or a day or whatever without work. There are so many, so many more postings out there. Just take the time and, you know, go through the motions and you will land the right client that will pay you the hourly rate you deserve. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there's something actually, uh, the other spectrum uh, on the other side of this topic is putting very high rates. So I, I see that some, some people uh, on on freelancing platforms, they put put like rate of I don't know thirty dollars per hour, right? And then you see the project that they have, and it's three dollars per hour or five dollars right. per hour. I think that this is also not a great strategy because well, when you are applying, the client actually see the rate of on your profile. So if they are like if they have a tight budget, they will not take you because they see this thirty dollars per hour. But mm -hmm. if they saw the, the hourly rate that you actually accept, they would take you. So I, I'm not saying don't put a bit higher than, than, you, than you are accepting. Maybe they will pay you. But if it's like 10 times higher than you normally accept, it doesn't make any sense. So it, it doesn't to make, make sense. sense to have. <laughs> yeah. So if you are charging 25 and you put 26 as your profile, and then you decrease one dollar and you accept one dollar lower it's fine but if fine. you are working with ten dollars per hour it doesn't make any sense to put fifty dollars per hour like right. it just works against your business right so right. be careful about that <laughs> it doesn't make you look good it doesn't yeah, make somebody want to hire you, you. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly um okay so one more one more topic that we would like to talk about today is those best paid projects right since we are focused pretty much on on like uh let's say assistant jobs and project management jobs but there are several other types of jobs that we could talk about and we actually let me share my screen i actually um can you see my screen now uh, not yet yep it's coming up now yeah perfect okay so so actually, I, I saw some websites that sum up the best paid uh, positions on Upwork. Uh, and here we can see on Forbes, actually from Forbes, there was a sum up uh, on Upwork, top Upwork skills and the average hourly rates. And we can see that like, well, even $250 per hour for 
legal entity structuring for Bitcoin, so for Bitcoin experts, I believe, um, for software licensing, $200, um, for trademark consulting, $180. i am just, I'm just seeing, like I'm, I'm just uh, talking about the examples. There's a whole list. But what we can see is that actually working on Upwork as an experienced person with with a specific um, very specific uh, skills, you can also get very good rate. Mm -hmm. So what I want to say is that Upwork is not only for people who are starting their career or only for people who are not having very specific skills, but also for people who are actually very much experienced. And mm -hmm. we actually have in a team. Uh, one team member who has like 15 years on experience, of experience and he worked in IT, Cristobal, uh, regards to you. <laughs> uh, and uh, well, his rate is uh, also higher. And those people also find jobs on, on Upwork. I also saw here on CNBC that there are like job categories like corporate law and they would charge $85 per hour and they can get like annual income of $170,000. So mm -hmm. if you are experienced higher, um, you can you can get like full-time, full-time, uh, well, uh, salary, exactly, mm -hmm. working as a freelancer. Mm -hmm. So to those people who are considering if freelancing is for them because they are already long time in a business, <laughs> Feel invited. <laughs> this is what I wanted to say. To say, and let's let's jump to Upwork. Let's see what Upwork says. So, let's see. Since you are talking about virtual assistants, let's see what what kind of rates do we have for virtual assistants? So we can see that there are like six dollars per hour. $18.75, $10. They seem to be on the lower spectrum, I would say, or lower mm -hmm. side, 12, 15, 8. However, let us see. Above $60 per hour. Hmm. Yeah, virtual senior executive assistant, $75 mm -hmm. per hour. Yeah, corporate yoga and meditation coach and virtual assistant, 75,000, uh, 75, <laughs> no, five, I was seeing the 5,000 that she already earned, $75 sure. per hour, $100 per hour. So it really, it seems that for the same, for the same name of the position, I'm not saying that they have the same positions in the companies that they work for, but for the same name, there are so, so many different types of uh, rates mm -hmm. that I would say, well, everyone has to understand what kind of value they provide to clients and understand, maybe see your country, what are the prices of the experiences from your country, what are the prices of people with similar experiences you have? So if you have two uh, two years of experiences as, I don't know, a project manager, see what kind of uh, rates those people with th this experience ha have. And this would make more sense, I think, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When, when finding your, your perfect rate. Yep, 
you, it's all based on your experience and, and the skills you have and also geographically where you're located. You know, those are all very, very good points to bring up. And it's good to show that, you know, as many low rates there are on Upwork, there are just as many high rated freelancers. Um, so again, weigh your worth. Personally, yeah. as I've worked more as a freelancer and as my profile presence has grown, I have been able to raise my rate, you know, just incrementally as you would with any job, getting your annual reviews and your annual uh, pay increases. Um, so now I keep my profile as my base rate, which is my best paid rate. Um, and then I can, you know, negotiate from there. And that is in line with the jobs that I've taken on Upwork because as Anna has mentioned, they're gonna be able to see my previous projects, what I was paid and also my profile rate, just a, a bird's eye view of clicking on my profile. Um, personally, you know, I've worked hard to get to my rate and I feel if a client doesn't wanna pay that rate, that's fine, but there's hundreds more fish in the sea and I will find a client who understands my value and that's the client I wanna work with. And just yeah. as I mentioned before, I think they're investing in me just as I am investing in them. So it's a two-way street. And, you know, I feel strongly that I bring this value and this is my rate and that's where we leave it. Exactly, exactly, exactly that. And also you are, you are competing with international, international, uh, let's say international competition, international mm -hmm. pool. So, uh, Use use this opportunity. So if you are if you are from a country that usually have lower uh, paid rates, for example, like you, Rita, in United States, people are better paid than in Poland. So mm -hmm. I can use this opportunity to work with United States-based clients because they are able to pay more, right? Absolutely. Than my than my Polish clients. So um, being being in this area and working for international clients is also an opportunity. So. Let's say let's sum up what we just said. So don't don't price too high, but know your worth, right? right. So don't get crazy and don't price <laughs> more than your 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 time is worth for your client. But know that if clients want to if clients want to work with you, they need to value your time, and they mm -hmm. know that you your good work will bring the money back, right? right. So yeah. <laughs> put put the right rate on your skills that that's the meaning of this of this episode i guess yeah and stick to it and you want to go yeah. up not down overall <laughs> exactly okay so i guess this is everything for today uh we uh, wish that you have very good rates on your profiles and that you are able to get the pro the projects and clients who are able to pay uh for those rates and well see you in two weeks yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>